This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of Double Tap. It is Thursday, it's the 4th of May 2023, and today we are getting to know the RNIB Accord player. You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Hey, Sean Priest, how are you? Hey! Happy <laughs> Star Wars Day, Stephen Scott. Oh, Look how energetic I am. Hey! I could not care less about your stupid pedal bin. May the fourth robot. be with you. Yeah, whatever. Keep it. Um, oh. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Why? listen, uh, you may have been listening to this over the past couple of days and thinking, wow, you know, so what a great show, how wonderful this is. Well, I mean, mm. it's probably absolutely mm. certain you didn't think that. But, you know, whatever you were thinking, um, <laughs> you were listening to the show and uh, you may not have realised I was away. I'm just back on holiday. It's the miracle of radio mm. is mm. that mm. I can disappear for days. Nobody noticed. <laughs> Nobody noticed. Like, no but break. I was still here. Oh. Perfect. How cool is that? That's the thing. My wife always knew where I was going. If she was, if she, if she would never, what? you know, you, you know, like some guys, about? some guys might go to work and pretend they're going to the office for a couple of hours, but you know, maybe oh. they're doing something else, you know? Yeah. Oh, mm. and uh, wow, this has took a turn. <laughs> well, you can't do that when you're on the radio unless what? you know the tricks. Uh, so anyway, um, wow. <laughs> hi, everybody. I was. <laughs> Hi, Doctor Nick. How was your um? How was your vacation? I gotta say, I spoke oh. to you last night. Yeah, and it was a joy. You oh. were you were giggly. You were happy. You were relaxed. It I was, was. Um, it was weird. We had such a great time. So we, as I mentioned to you last week, tenth wedding anniversary. My wife and I, my long suffering wife, and I uh, went off on a wonderful trip to Amsterdam. Oh. Tulips from Amsterdam, or whatever it is, and uh, yeah, the tune goes. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't think that's how it goes. But no. so uh, yeah, we went along, and uh, it's not like an hour's flight from Scotland. It's ridiculously close. Yes, lovely. So got on there, uh, got the flight, got over there, and uh, yeah, I had a wonderful time. I will say, I, I love Amsterdam. By the end of it, we were nearly buying a canal boat and living there forever. <laughs> I was honestly, I fell in love with the place. It's so nice. The people. Friendliest. I mean, I've met some really friendly people in some great countries, but I don't know. They all seem very relaxed. I don't know what it is, Sean. What could that I possibly be? I don't know be? what it is in Amsterdam in particular that makes everyone so relaxed, so chilled out. What a what a lovely I, experience. I have no idea. Although I did, I did once have a an issue because no. I had well, more than one, to be fair. But you know, one in particular where I asked someone where the nearest coffee shop was. Oh, and I was asked if I wanted to go to a. Uh, Wink, wink, coffee shop or oh. a coffee shop. And I said, well, I would like to drink. An, and then I realized, I was, oh, oh, I was, oh, ah, right. I want no, coffee. No, I want an actual cup of coffee. Mm. None of your space cakes. I want, oh, that's what they call them. That's what, nice. actually what they call Let's them. Let's not go there. Come no, on, no, mate. they do. That's what they call them. They call them space cakes. Oh, I wouldn't know. That's, that's, I'm not in with the youth. We were in a souvenir shop, right? And they're selling all these things like lollipops and gum, gummy bears. And I'm oh, like, this yeah. is dangerous for me because I know. That's nice. Well, look, there was also chocolate. You buy Lovely. chocolate, right? And You're I'm a big chocolate myself, fan. I am. And this is the problem. You see, mm. most people would say, well, I'll have one square because yeah. it has the happy stuff in it. So, yeah. or the, the, you know, the relaxing agent. Yeah. Um, happy stuff. I mean, oh. chocolate is the happy stuff. Oh, complete paranoia, it? whatever you end up with. And um, But, you know, the thing is that you, you, you would have the whole bar. Would, exactly, I'd eat the whole thing. And then you would. what would happen? You, know? you would I'd, collapse. I'd, I'd, I'd eat 10 more bars. On fire. Yeah. The, yeah. Best, the best business and the best business idea I saw uh-huh. out there, and I recommend this to anyone who's in the Toronto area or perhaps across Canada, uh, because, of course, you know, weed is legal in Canada. Um, is it? Yes. Is it? Did you not know that? Did no one tell me? <laughs> no one told I was you. over there. <laughs> <laughs> did you not realise? Did you not notice how chilled everyone is? That's why um, everyone's so lovely. But what I saw, which was brilliant in Amsterdam, and I thought this was so funny, and I thought the, the Canadians have probably done this already. Mm. Um, they had, and this is one owner owned a coffee shop on either side of a burger bar. 
Oh, well, that's perfect. And they said it's called the Bermuda Triangle because once you go in, you never come out. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't even need the, the weed to make that happen for me. I would just I be in the burger say, joint anyway. I'd be fine yeah, with that. Burger, chicken, sandwich yep. shop, coffee shop, that's it. You're that, not leaving. That, that's my drug. My drug Ooh. is chicken. Can I just say, talking about that, I've mm. had a terrible, terrible day because yesterday I ordered 10, 10, mind you, Mini chicken fillets, <gasps> chips, chicken gravy from a certain uh, fried chicken place. When it turned up, there was only eight mini chicken fillets. Oh, Quite what? Quite frankly, I was outraged. I was, I was pacing up and down. <laughs> I was shouting at the phone, who do I ring? Who do I? I'm going to ring the delivery place. I'm going to ring them and shout at them. I'm missing two mini. Call I can't the down eventually. <laughs> Get on the phone. <laughs> thing is, I ate two of them and I was stuffed anyway. So. I know, I know. Well, I, I can beat you on that one because oh, uh, people yes. who follow me on uh, that bird website, Twitter, oh. might have uh, been I'm a bit going. concerned. Yeah, still going. Still there. Uh, last right. check, it's still there. Um, yeah, I I did order some of the uh, the Colonel's Finest. And um, yes, a few of you were a little bit despondent about that. You said, you know, you go to a wonderful country like Amsterdam. <laughs> Or a city like Amsterdam, and you, you know, spend your time there, and you, you don't the sample cuisine. the local cuisine. No, you instead the you local go for KFC. chicken. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> fried chicken. Uh, well, I nearly did, but here's what happened. And you know, because I called you in disgust to you tell did. you this. Yes, we need to set up a support group. I think that's what <laughs> a support WhatsApp group, a chicken chat group. Um, but yeah, we. I, I was standing outside the restaurant, uh, the, the restaurant, the hotel. Um, awaiting my delivery to arrive, didn't show up. And then I got, I think, possibly the worst message on my device that I've ever had in my life. It said, delivered. <gasps> no. And I'm oh. like, hang on, it's not delivered. I've not got it. Where's the guy? Yeah. And I'm thinking, yeah. someone someone's, around here has taken my, my chicken. chicken. <laughs> and I'm listening for, like, rustling of bags, because I know the sound of the, the, the paper yeah. bag so well. I'm like, Fingers being licked. Mm-hmm. Yes. What's going on here? But nothing. And I went into the, the hotel and into reception. I said, you know, has there been any rogue chicken around here? I <laughs> turned into a KFC Taken parody. <laughs> I have a certain set of skills. I will find you and I will eat you. And I will eat you, yes. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I didn't get my, my chicken in the end. I did get a refund. I was quite pleased about that. Well, um, as I should have, because I didn't get anything. Um, so yes, yeah, so I didn't get KFC in the end. So actually, yes, I did sample a lot of the local cuisine, and it was, I have to say, a wonderful experience. I will say the roads are terrifying because the the way that, that it's laid out, you've got the, the cycle lane, which is becoming fairly normal in cities now. You're starting to find these cycle lanes kind of just off the sidewalk, and then you've got the the road itself, and then and oh, the case spaces. of Amsterdam, yeah, well, terrible nightmare of kind an idea. of shared space because at least the difference in the UK to Amsterdam, for example is here, there's no mark. There's no mark at all between no, the pavement nothing. and the actual cycling. So you could be just walking on to the cycling without even knowing. Yeah, ridiculous. Whereas at least over there, there's a delineation mark. You can tell with your cane where the line is. So that's something. Uh, but yes, yeah, so anyway, yeah, the roads are pretty terrifying. But other than that, if you get... And I will say, though, everyone very courteous, lovely. I, honestly, I really, really liked it. I'm going back. I'm going to go back again soon. Really You always it. know you've had a good holiday when you come back and you think... Yeah, I could live out there. I could sell up and we could start afresh. Yeah, I will say I found a great electronic shop as well. Because that's the oh, thing. Well. It's, it's none of those either now. So, you know, a really great big shop called like Media Market or something. And it was honestly, it was so big with every, it had oh. accessories. It was like, do you remember the time you and I were in Best Buy in oh, Regina? Yeah. And we were just feely. like yep. fawning over all this oh. stuff. That we, you, don't, you don't see this stuff back home. No. Here in the UK, it's, everything's terrible. Look with your hands, not with your eyes. You want to get hands on. I got to yes. say, what a lovely time you, you you spent with your wife on your tenth anniversary, waiting outside for chicken and, and going in electronic stores. Oh, she's a lucky girl. Oh, hey, listen, I, you know she got she got her a turn of you know going around to museums and all the stuff that yeah. she did, all history stuff. I know. Yeah. I was just like, oh Terrible. yeah, we did the crew, did river cruises. That oh, was nice. Okay, I'll let um, you off. Yeah, I will say, though, I ha- you know, honestly, two apps that saved me the whole time. Well, three, actually. One was Uber Eats. Uh, one was um, Uber <laughs> itself, which we used pretty much for all our transportation. We were thinking about using the local transport. We did use some trains. 
Hmm. That was interesting. Apple Maps came in really useful for that. So we were really? trying to get back. Yeah, we, we, we were at this big sort of out-of-town shopping mall thing, and it was right next to this train station. And we thought, well, we could Uber it back. But the challenge I have with Uber sometimes is when they ask you to meet you at a pickup point. Oh, they might as well cancel it. Terrible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just no chance of finding where that pickup point is. No. And, and the map, I can't read it, and I don't know the streets, so I can't work out where things are. Mm-hmm. Unless, I will say this, though, they start using shops and locations for uh, pickups, which is actually a little bit easier, because at least you can find them. You can use the maps to get there. No. Um, but anyway, so I, I'm in I'm in this huge shopping mall, and I'm thinking, I, I don't know where or how to get back out of this to get to an Uber. And um, we thought, well, what we'll do is we'll get a train. So I went on to Apple Maps and I put in the route back to the hotel and I said, use public transport or public transit, as it says. And um, yeah, it, it told me what train to get, the M54. Uh, so of I went course. into the train station and I just found someone and said, M54. And they said, yes, up the escalators on your left, buy a ticket, obviously. So I had to do that. That was very unusual for me. I'm like, what, buy a ticket? Don't you know who I am? Can you not um, see my white stick? What's yeah, exactly. Come on, get me through here. So, yeah, we, we <laughs> got through and, uh, yeah, jumped on the metro train back into town and managed to get out. Of course, did the classic, you know, just follow the crowd when you get off the train and just of hope course. they're going the same way you're going. End up at a football match, yeah. Exactly, yeah. I know you end up somewhere totally different. <laughs> but, no, it was great. We had such a good time. And, and like I say, the Apple Maps was just incredible. I mean, I will say... It's good for transit because it does give you a lot of information. It doesn't follow the information. I think Google's better at this, um, where it will actually track you, whereas you have to kind of keep going into the app and just oh, sort of seeing, swiping know. around, see where you are. That's the thing with all those GPS apps. I always find myself thinking, okay, say something. Am I going yeah, the right way or not? Exactly. I, I just don't know. So, Well, that was very interesting. Thank you. Welcome to Double Tap Tourism. And also, uh, on the Uber oh, thing, no, we're I, still going. I, I've got to say this, because I don't know if you use Uber very often. Yes. Um, but Try this to. new feature, which I think is just, I, I assume it's new. I haven't used Uber for a while. But they have this thing now when the car's coming to you, it will tell you how far the car is away. So it'll say like two, three minutes, and that's fine, right? That's You expect that. And then it'll update you and say two minutes, one minute. And then when it says zero minutes, it actually starts counting down the yards or the meters to your location. Which oh, I thought was really cool. cool. So yeah. you know, it's like counting down hundred yards, ten or meters, hundred meters, ninety meters, eighty meters, and it, and you know, as the car starts to arrive, you get the real sense of oh, that is the because you hear the car arriving. Yes, unless it's electric, and yeah. <laughs> you kind of figure out okay, that that must be my car. But it just it it did make me feel a little bit more secure knowing that was my vehicle. And also, if it wasn't there, you would know something was wrong, right? You'd know that oh, the car's gone the wrong place or whatever else. But yeah, and I, all I that info was. Accessible. It was all accessible. accessible. And, and I didn't seem, I didn't need to sort of put my, my voiceover focus anywhere in particular. It just started reading it out. I don't yeah. know where I was getting it from, but, you know, like a live all update there. dynamic yeah. thing. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. That. I must say, I've never yet had a successful Uber. Every time I order it, and I think it's the old white cane um, phobia thing because. It's always when it says your ride is nearby or turning up or whatever, and then all of a sudden, cancelled. It's like they see me and go, no. Mm. <laughs> so now I haven't used Pretty it common. a lot of times, so I'm not going to say it's totally useless, but all the times that I've tried to use it so far, five or six times, always cancelled. And never at the beginning, always when the, the car is virtually you know here. So, yeah, I haven't had a great experience with it, to be honest. I must admit, I'm the same, but only in the UK. Or at least in in my home city. Actually, I'm, I've been okay with it in places like London. Or, it seems you're to me well you're known. in your home city. They don't want to know. Maybe it's us. Maybe they just think. I think it is. Oh, that's yeah. Stephen and Sean. Okay, nothing forget to do it. with the stick or anything. No. It's just ah, uh, yeah, that's Sean. Cancel because you don't get this problem anywhere else. <sighs> Interesting. Oh, well, okay. but I, I also like as well when I was in the car because obviously Amsterdam is just full of cycle lanes, and that's pretty much it's all about the cyclists. I mean, is it seventy five percent of kids who are going to school cycle? That's incredible, isn't it? I mean, it makes total sense. It Cycling's lovely. Well, it is, and I will say, you know, the, 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 because the thing my wife and I both said this, we were both concerned about the amount of cyclists, and the first thing you think is, I'm going to get hit by a cyclist because yes, they're coming from every possible direction. They do uh-huh. tend to flow with the cars. But yes. even so, there are still the odd occasions for someone's just cycling along. They're Silent all, and, missiles, and they're yes. all—they're all like you know, cup of coffee in one hand, or you know, yeah. a, a dog in on. the front, you know, a, a human <laughs> and, and a, two kids and a basket in front. And it's just—it's all—it's also wonderfully liberating. 
uh, but yeah. equally utterly terrifying. Terrifying. It's yes. life. <laughs> perfect analogy for life. But, you made um, it back. Yeah, but that was the thing because we were quite concerned about that. But again, the, the whole thing is with the, the you know the cycling thing. You know, when you, because there's so many of them, when you're an Uber ride, it actually says to you, "You're approaching your destination. Please look out for cyclists when you open the door." And again, I thought that was brilliant. That actually oh, gives you cool. that information. So maybe this has been there for all you know for all time. But I, I don't know. It just it felt like the app gave me so much more information, and I wasn't seeking it. It was just providing that. I had my AirPods in the whole time. And it was yeah. just providing me all this in my ear. And it, it was actually really, really nice. And along the way, you've got a full, you know, sort of time of drop-off and where you are in your journey in terms of the destination distance and all that. Yeah, I like that. And I was quite impressed by it. Quite yeah, impressed. I always turn a GPS app on when I'm in a taxi. Just, yeah, just so I know where, where I am. Yeah. yeah. So I start to hear streets. Oh, I know that street. I know where I am now. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it was a great, a great city. I would, I would strongly encourage you, if you want to go, go. Because for, if nothing else, the people are just incredible. They're really, really nice. The people are wonderful, um, incredibly courteous, very helpful, an extremely safe city as well. You know, I didn't feel worried at all walking around with my phone in my hand. Um, just no, I don't feel worried nice either. Anywhere. Well, you never do. Walking around my phone because people are generally nice no matter where you go. Stephen Scott. Yeah, that's right. That's absolutely right. And it's uh, true. you can take that to the bank and try and cash that cheque before it bounces. <laughs> um, Let's talk tech. Yeah, let's talk. Well, we have been talking tech. I was talking about my Uber app and my uh, Apple Maps. Right, okay. Let's talk more tech. So I came into the house and there was Someone a Someone needs a holiday. There's a yes. box sitting in the hall. And I'm like, oh, is this what I think it is? I am so excited about this. I'm not going to tell you about it today. I'm not, I can't tell you about it because I haven't tried it yet. But well, I'll why tell did you, you just tell us well, that I'm going to tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it is. Okay. But that's all I'm going to What's wrong with you? You haven't slept well last night, have you? No, I didn't, actually. Well done. No, I can tell. Yes. You're I'm a little bit sod today. Uh, uh, wow, I wouldn't have took it that far, but uh, slightly, yes. Carry on. <laughs> I'm giving you a right reply. <laughs> no, no. And your, and your view on this, sir? No, 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 I am not. I am slightly <laughs> tired, that's all. I woke up at one and could not get back to sleep. So, yeah. Okay, thanks for pointing it out. Anyway, on air. That's, that's nice yeah. of you. Oh, I will, don't you worry. Um, so, uh, have a listen to this. It's Clack. Hello, Clack, my old clack, friend. Clack the Mac app. Nope, this is this is it in human form, or not human form. Oh, uh, keyboard. Wow, that's, that's bad. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. <laughs> keyboard form, hardware form, I think is what I'm trying to say. Oh, right. Um, so this is a keyboard which yes. is dedicated to, well, you can use it for anything, really. It's like a customizable keyboard, but it's kind of built for getting in and out of Zoom calls or Teams calls. You've got dedicated buttons on there for, you know, turning the camera on and off, the microphone on and off, uh, raise hand button, share screen, volume up and down, all that, and a big, huge leave meeting button. And that's it. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten buttons on this. The buttons themselves are pretty chunky. Oh. Um, I mean, we're, talk we're talking palm of hand size keys here. We're talking huge keys. How and, big is um, this thing? It's it's quite. I mean, I would say it's about the size of an iPad. The keyboard itself is the size of an iPad. Oh, that's and, crazy talk! And it's absolutely brilliant. You've not so, heard of keyboard shortcuts? Well, yes, but here's the point: the, this this is a company called Chonker Keys. I'm not making that up. <laughs> okay, it's, it sounds offensive in some way. <laughs> I feel I feel like I should be offended that I have this for my big hands. Ah, um, your big but, sausage fingers. Yeah. Yes. But this, honestly, I'm kind of hoping that they create like a keyboard version of this. It's just the size of a desk, you know, full QWERTY size thing here, right? But um, honestly, it's great because, and, and they're not, I saw this as part of the, there was a series of images that came out from the Inclusive Tech Lab and the, uh, from Microsoft, and they had actually featured this as one of the, they didn't, it didn't really feature the product, but they mentioned it was there. It's not a and Microsoft product, though. It's not a Microsoft product. No, no, this is not, but they had it in the Inclusive Tech Lab and it kind of drew my attention. So when I looked into the company, US-based company, they ship around the world. But what happens here is that they, they're not building this for disabled people, right? This is for, I think, essentially for streamers or for people who are spending a lot of time on these platforms where they're live streaming. And they want to make sure that they're hitting the button to, you know, turn their camera off or, you know, mute or whatever it might be when they need to without fear of hitting the wrong button. And certainly yes. with faffing around with a mouse, especially if you're doing a live stream. So having yeah. much bigger buttons can help, and they do illuminate as well. So it's it's kind of built for that purpose. But of course, this has the added benefit that if you are low vision 
or you're someone who has issues with dexterity, for example. I mean, I think about my dad. He's got Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he really struggles with the keyboard. Now, now, I'm not saying this is the answer for him necessarily, but this kind of idea for someone yeah, who's, who's got those kind of, I have the essential tremor, sometimes hitting the keys are difficult. Having yep. something where you know you're on the right key, uh, you know, can make all the difference. It does feel a little bit like my first keyboard. Sounds like it too. And it sounds, I mean, these are big. I mean, that is quite a distance from my microphone. And you can hear yep. that as clear as day. Um, it sounds but, like you're jumping on it. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> it's like the and keyboard from Big. Y- yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you, can, how can you mute yourself silently using that? Uh, yeah. Am I muted yet? <laughs> am I muted yet? Uh, but I love it. I absolutely love it. I, I love the size of the keys. You can customize them as well. You get three extra keys in the pack for like like chat button. What's the other one? Record if you're doing a screen record or whatever. Oh right. Um, so, and you can you can change the keys, and then of course the software as well. And I haven't plugged this in yet, but the software, I I will be very surprised if the software is not accessible, considering where I saw this yes. in the Microsoft <laughs> Inclusive Tech Lab. But I'm not going to blame Microsoft if it's not, because it's not their fault. But I, I do I, I imagine this will be accessible software. I hope it is. I'll be testing it very soon. And I'll give well, you more I, details. I kind of I would hope that Microsoft would do their due diligence in if before they talk about it in the Inclusive Lab part of it and yeah yeah it's not accessible so yeah i'm sure it is it's kind of to me sounds like a sort of cut down stream deck elgato stream deck yeah yeah i mean there's lots of these I and mean, you can buy lots of different types of customizable keyboards and you can create whatever you want out of them i mean you get these macro programmable keyboards yes they're pretty much 10 a penny now you can get them in lots of different ways they've become way more um popular i think because of streamers I mean, yes, I remember definitely. there was one, they, even the coders had one. Remember there was like one for command C and command or, or control C, control yes, yes, V. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you had the, the copy paste button, just like buttons. A, little, a little unit with two keys on it. And that yeah. was it. <laughs> and some people love that stuff, you know. It's just nice uh, to have, you know, if yeah, you want use that case option. For well, I'm really glad you weren't going to go tell us too far. Uh, go too far and tell us all no. about that. No, I, I'm, and I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad you held back. <laughs> I'm quite <laughs> We'll excited. talk about that another time. We will definitely talk about it another time. Uh, right, listen, I want to get on to some of your questions because... Uh, Mine? Uh, no, not you. Oh, right. Our Sorry. wonderful audience, because you've been feeding back to us all the way through the past week. Our feedback it, feed box is bulging. Oof. And <laughs> that wasn't easy to say. And uh, <laughs> we start with a voicemail from Darren, because uh, as I mentioned earlier at the top, we're going to be reviewing the uh, the new RNIB Accord player, uh, which has just been released in the UK. Not available outside the UK yet. Is that right, Sean? You checked out. This. I did, yes. Uh, they are, they, RNIB themselves do not ship internationally, but they did say they're looking into making it available in Amazon stores maybe a little later on. So you may be able to get your hands on it through your local or your country's Amazon store. Well, we have a review coming up from our very own Negative Julian, that's not a good start, is it? Negative Julian reviews tech. I can only imagine what's coming here. I like it. Yeah, Sounds good. Yeah. Every, every, to it. Where every review is negative. It's just everyone is just, it's a terrible product. <laughs> and you kind of live in hope. I can see this is a great like TV series where you live in hope that one of the reviews will be positive. Yes. But it never is. Uh, but yes, Negative Julian will be here with his, we'll see, review. Mm-hmm. on uh, what this product is. Ultimately, it is uh, a USB player with micro SD card in it, a uh, Bluetooth speaker, and uh, we'll get a full review of that coming up from Negative Julian shortly. But ahead of that, here's a question from Darren. Hello, this is Darren from Bexley in Kent. Um, ringing regarding tonight's show, um, regarding the Accord memory stick player, I haven't decided whether I'm going to buy one or not. Basically, I've got a load of memory stick machines here. <laughs> I've got a Sonic, I've got a Solo made by Kings, who no longer, unfortunately, uh, are trading anymore. I've got a Community player, I've got two Cobalt players, and I've got a Concerto 3 from British Wireless. Wow. And I've got a Denim <laughs> Hi Fi system. And a computer which can all play memory sticks. Is that all? So I don't know whether I'll be buying it or not. But what I would be it interested like you will. to what wondering <laughs> was, as the Accord has got wireless charging, could you put a wireless-enabled charging phone 
on the wireless charging pad that comes with the Accord, is it possible to charge different things on different wireless chargers, or is it one wireless charger per product, as it were? Mm, good question, Dan. Well, that is a question that might be answered in Negative Julian's demo. So we will come back to that. But uh, yeah, that is definitely an interesting point because I think you would imagine the answer to that would be, well, I would certainly think the answer is yes. Yeah, in theory, you're absolutely right. It's just a Qi charger. It's just, um, it's the only sticky point is that it's designed specifically for this device. So the coil, which is a charging mechanism, is going to be positioned for that device. Um, but there's no reason if you got it dead on that you couldn't charge another wireless device using that thing. I'm not sure if you can, yeah. Okay, well, we'll get to that, uh, that coming up. In fact, we'll we'll take a short break. We'll come back and we will uh, get into Negative Julian's demo. <laughs> Sounds so wrong saying that. <laughs> Let's just say Julian's demo. Julian's, Of yes. the RNIB Accord. That coming up next on Double Tap. Follow Double Tap on social media at Double Tap On Air and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts and email us feedback at doubletaponair.com. We'll be right back. This is Double Tap. Now, back to the show. Okay, shall we get into the demo then of the RNIB Accord? This is the USB micro SD card player, also Bluetooth speaker as well from RNIB. It's just been launched, not quite available yet around the world, but it is available in the UK from RNIB. And Negative Julian has been in touch with us to share his first thoughts. Hello, Negative Julian here. Something most unusual has occurred, that being that I have a piece of technology ahead of Stephen Scott. Hey. The tech in question <laughs> is the RNIB Accord Audio Book Player. And since I've got it, I thought I might do a quick description and review for those of you thinking of getting one. I have it in front of me, and basically it is a barrel-shaped speaker. In general terms, it's about the same height as a standard tin of baked beans, but considerably wider in diameter. If you've ever had a Wonderboom speaker, you would find the feel of this very, very familiar in that both are barrel shaped, both have a big plus and minus on the side. Uh, they're so similar, I think they must have been designed by the same people or come out of the same factory. The only big difference are the top, whereas the Wonderboom has fewer slots and what have you. And the Wonderboom has a cloth finish all the way around, including under the controls, whereas the Accord only has a cloth finish over the speaker outlets and it feels a bit coarser sort of material. Under the controls, it's bare plastic and directly opposite that on the rear side of the barrel, it's bare plastic. So in finish, I would say it's a bit less refined than the Wonderboom. Then on the top, now, first of all, these controls, there's a big plus and a big minus. The minus is vertical. They're very large, you can't miss them, and they do what you might think they would do, which is a long push to change volume up and down, and a short push to change track forwards and backwards. That's a bit counterintuitive to me. I would have thought a short push for the volume and a longer push for the track, but it is what it is. Now, the top, directly above the big plus on the top, there's a button. It's quite distinctive, maybe a centimetre or a little bit more across. There's some sort of design on it, but my fingers aren't sensitive enough to tell you what the design is, but you can definitely feel it. And that is the on, off and pause button. Directly behind that, pretty much in the centre of the unit, there's a much smaller button, which is your next book well, reset button. It only goes in one direction, so if you've got several books on a memory card and you want to go back to the one you just listened to, you've got to cycle through the lot to get back to where you started from. Directly behind that, there is a micro SD slot, so you can listen to books on a micro SD card. Directly behind that, there's a USB Type A slot for memory sticks. To the left 
of the type A, there is an input socket for 3.5 millimeter audio jacks for wired headphones. And to the right of the type A slot, there is a type C slot for a power cable. And that's about all you've got on the top. When this first arrives, you have rubber plug plugs or bungs in all these slots and a sort of T-shaped ridged plastic thing around the whole lot for protection, which you can peel off. Only other thing you've got really is at the back behind the type A slot, there is your lanyard, which is quite a thick cord and mm, 10, 12 centimeters long, something like that. Only other thing to feel is on the base of the unit, there's, there's something there, but it doesn't do anything. I presume it's something to do with the wireless charging. Now, the controls all speak when you push them. So I'm just gonna turn it on first with nothing in any of the slots, so you can just hear how it sounds. Power on, Bluetooth. So there you go, power on, Bluetooth, clear male English voice. Um, it goes to Bluetooth because if there's nothing in any of the slots, it defaults to Bluetooth. I have tried it. It pairs in the standard way, efficiently, um, no problem. So I'll just turn that off again. Power off. So there you go. Hope you heard that. Sound-wise, that didn't sound too bad, the, the spoken instructions, did it? But I've got to say... I'm rather disappointed in the sound from this. I have a Sonic and a Sovereign audiobook player, which have been around for years, and I thought this speaker being a couple of generations on would have better sound, and quite honestly, it doesn't. I would actually rate the sound as slightly worse. I mean, that's my ears. That's how it sounds to me. I'm no audiophile. Perhaps Stephen Scott will get one. He is an audiophile and he'll tell me I'm a complete tinnied idiot, but fair enough. But I can only tell you what I hear. And to me, it's a sort of hollowed out sound. It, it, there's no bass. There's no richness or texture. It sounds like a single speaker in a plastic tube, which is what it is, I suppose. And it, it sounds like it. And I, I'm rather disappointed about that. So... I'll try playing you something and obvious copyright issues here. So I decided the best thing to do would be to play you a bit of a double tap podcast, which I put onto a USB type A memory stick. That way, Mr. F can decide whether it's legal or not. We can never argue with Mr. F, so it's his decision, but we'll do this. So I'll plug it in. The right way around would be good. There you go. It's in and it feels quite firm. It's not going to fall out or anything. Now I'm going to push the larger button and you'll hear it come on. Power on. USB connected. Here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Hey, Sean Priest. I am so proud of that introduction. <laughs> Pause. Now, first thing you might have noticed, I mean, you're hearing this through the microphone of my phone and then through whatever speaker you're using. But to me, that seems to come on very loud. And I found that even if I turn it off, set to a sound level that I like, when I turn it back on again, it's loud again, which is really annoying um, because it's too loud to me when it first comes on. But it gives me a chance to push the negative, the minus button, and you can hear the sound going down. So I'll do that now. Or I think I will. Play. This is an AMI podcast. Now pushing the minus button. Volume down. Volume down. Volume down. Volume down. Volume down. So there, we've gone down about five notches. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of That's Double Tap. It is Wednesday, it's the 26th of April we'll 2023. Again, we'll Today we're talking about NFC and KFC. You're listening to Double Time, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Hey, Sean Priest, I am so proud of that introduction. <laughs> I cannot pause. So there you go, I'll just turn it off. Power off. So, um, I don't know how that sounded to you. Obviously, you're not getting the, the true sound. That 
podcast actually sounds a bit better than some of the books I've tried listening to. I suppose it varies with the quality of the voice and so on. But, uh, yeah. Uh, the charging mat is just a small circular charging mat. It works okay with the Accord. It didn't work well with my phone. It uh, just said charging, not charging, charging, not charging. So no matter how I used it, it that wouldn't work. Um, that's about all there is to say about it, really, other than I am rather disappointed about that sound. It, it feels to me like someone at the RNIB, or more likely a committee of somebody's at the RNIB, sat down and made a list of all the accessibility requirements they had. Great, no argument about that. But they forgot it's a speaker. And one of the fundamental qualities of any speaker is it, it's got to have good, rich, deep quality sound. And it's like they forgot. Uh, if it's a question of price, making it to a price, then leave out the wireless charging. We can all manage about wireless charging, but we want our speakers to sound good. So... I'm sorry if I'm living up to my name of being negative there, and if somebody else has got one and wants to shoot me down, fair enough, but that's all I've got to say for the moment, so have a good day. Bye. Well, thank you for that negative, Julian. I think you are living up to your name, but that's okay. That is fine. <laughs> it is your opinion. You pay, you paid your money. You weren't hmm. sent it. No one asked you to do a review of it. You bought this with your own cash, and you have absolutely every right to have a view on it, whatever that is. Um yeah, I mean, I have to say, I think this is a bit of a common trait when it comes to these devices around the sound quality of them. You know, it's interesting because Darren rounded off a whole list of devices, and I'm sure the sound quality of those isn't as good as you would expect in a premium speaker. And these devices, yeah, they are cheap or cheaper. But even so, why do we have to sacrifice audio quality every time? Are you cancelling your order? That's all I want to know. Uh, On no. the back of that... No. Review. I, I want to try. I, I'll be. Yeah, it was an excellent review, and I, I will say, I think for my needs, it's probably fine. I, I have a little radio from Roberts. You know the Roberts radios; they're very popular. I don't know if it's I a do. UK yes. thing or whether it's a worldwide thing. I don't know, but you know, it's a makeup radio, and um, the sound quality of it's terrible. <laughs> it's just not a great sound off this little speaker uh -huh. at all. Yep. If it beats that, I'll be happy. Because honestly, the, the, oh, well, the speaker, the speaker in my smartphone. No, hang on. The speaker in my smartphone is better than the sound of this supposed radio, which is built to be an audio device, and that did not cost fifty pounds or fifty dollars, whatever it was. Sorry, um, that sounded terrible. I know it's recorded over mic, and the, you know you're not going to get the real sound hard to tell. That's, that, but no, no, no. That sounded terrible, especially at that higher volume at the beginning. It sounded terrible. I mean, it's a speaker, a barrel-shaped speaker. That's going to be my new Tinder profile name. Barrel-shaped speaker, and it sounded suit you, yeah. awful. I'm sorry. And also, while I'm at it, let me say this. That oh, he's volume, on one today. Hang on, everyone. He's on one today. Honestly, he gets two hours of sleep. He gets eight chicken fillets as opposed to ten, and this is what you get. That volume control, volume down, volume down, volume down. Don't keep telling us volume down. So you can, uh, look, the first time, absolutely fine. So we can identify the button. Then just do short beeps. There's no need to keep saying volume down, volume. I mean, uh, these devices need to be designed by blind people, not for blind, by blind people, because that is ridiculous. I hate it when it does that. Volume down, volume down, volume down. It just slows the entire process down. And it sounded bad. I'm with you, Julian. Boo. Well, thank you. <laughs> you know what make me laugh? If you got one of those and you're like, actually, this is pretty good. <laughs> You know, well, honestly, it's hard to tell over the recording. It really is. It's always hard to tell. I mean, I, I remember used to we used to do demos years ago of mm -hmm. really high-end audio, and you could never tell even the high-end stuff if it sounded any good over a recording. I'm, I'm taking Julian's word for it. I'm sorry. It, well, if look, he says I mean, it sounds yeah, like look, a speaker in a tube, I, I actually believe him because I, I just... Well, it is. Yes, I know, but that, no, there's no So is the Amazon Echo. Yes, so and the, that, you yeah, know, but that sounds fine. The yes, ultimate so ears the, or the Wonder Booms, whatever they are. The Wonder Uber Booms, yes, <laughs> the ultimate ear things. Yeah, but they sound decent. The, the quality of the drivers and that audio hardware you use inside the tube is what matters. If you're going to skimp on a speaker, on the audio quality components of it, then what's the point? 
I, I just don't understand it. Sorry, it I, I'm annoyed be, it, it by this. It seems to be a common thread. I won't lie. It seems to be a common thread among specialist devices. Um, this this tends to happen. And there's a good example of that coming up now because we have a, a message from uh, Tracy. Uh, this is an email that Tracy has sent, and I want to play this in now. Hello, Stephen and Sean. I just bought the new Sense Player from Hims. Apologies for any spelling mistakes. I am very disappointed in the sound and with the OCR at this stage. I expect bugs, but this is not a bug issue. I have a Blindshell Classic 2 mobile and have found it great. However, since the latest update of the phone's internet browser, I can no longer read memes, etc. on Facebook that read well before the latest update. I reset my phone and lost all my contacts to hope to fix the problem. It did till it automatically updated again. I contacted Blindshell, but no help there. I wondered if any listeners may know what I can do. All my Facebook settings are correct and were fine before. I was enjoying reading them and the interaction. Now this has taken that away and it's frustrating. Like hearing about new tech, great show, kind regards, Tracy. P.S. What is the best music production software to use with Windows 10 laptop and JAWS 2022? Thank you. Uh, Thanks, Tracy. Uh, Look, we'll start with the point about the Sense Player because I I wanted to play that particular message and just to draw a little bit of a comparison at least in the sense of if we're you know bringing all these devices in under the specialist banner, that there does seem to be a common thread, and there's another example of it: the Sense Player, which is not a cheap device, oh. and there's people complaining about the sound there. I've had the Victor Reader Stream Two for many years. I've often thought, you know, to, to borrow your phrase, "wasp in a jar" comes to mind mm-hmm. um, in terms of the sound quality from the speaker. It does seem to be a common thread. So I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it's a common thread. It seems to be, and, and it's something that I think you're right. I think I think both of you are right, Julian and yourself on this, that they Thank just you. don't engage with the community enough when it comes to what we, we need. And, and audio is king in our world. Of you course know, it's it like, is. oh, it's got a 4K screen, but the sound is terrible. I don't want it. Oh, doing we started on that. TV is another <laughs> ball game where I just, it drives me insane. Why? I was watching the TV the other night, right? And I swear to you, the, the film I'm watching or TV show, whatever it was, it, the audio quality on it was so poor. It mm. was like really cheap, nasty MP3, you know, very sibilant yeah. quality, uh-huh. 4K screen. And I'm like, yeah, I don't care about the image. I want the, I want the 4K sound. As much care. No on one the cares audio. about sound. What's going on? Boo. Okay. So <laughs> the sense player, when it comes down to the bugs, or I, I'd be really interested what the actual problems you're having, because you were, you said there that it, it's not down to bugs. So what is the problem with the OCR? I mean, the audio quality, yes, that, that's fine. I, I understand that's not a bug. But what what's the problem you're having with the OCR where you're sure it's not a bug? Are you saying the camera isn't up to it or the processing? Does it take too long? That's an interesting point. Um, but always remember, anything uh, uh, this pieces of kit that you buy you can always return them and get a refund if you're really not happy just send it back never be afraid to do that yeah no absolutely absolutely um now you mentioned as well tracy about uh the other issue of course which is um music production uh using windows music production in windows that's an interesting mix um how dare you? Not, you not got a Mac lying around, Tracy? Come on. Uh, Just say you know, Reaper Mac, and we'll move you've on. You've got Come on. Logic Pro, you've got Garry's <laughs> oh, no, Band, you've no, got no. Uh, Pro Tools, you've got oh, this endless array of options. What do you? What have you got on the PC? Reaper. That's it. Reaper. There you go. It's Reaper. all you need. Accessible. It's uh, You can use it for free to test it out. Mm-hmm. And it's very good for music production. So, yeah, definitely check out Reaper. Hamish has been in touch. I haven't heard from Hamish in ages. Uh, Hamish has been in touch to hopefully solve an issue that Felix raised. Hey, Sean and Stephen. Hamish, a Brit living in Melbourne. Just giving you a quick message about Felix's problem with Teams. Uh, The screen sharing problem came into the Teams app on iOS a few months ago. Uh, But there is a workaround. If you double tap and hold on the share screen button, that will then allow you to share your screen. A bit of a weird one, I know. Um, And in terms of getting voiceover into the call due to the mix minus on the iPhone, that can't happen unless you plug it in to a mixer. So uh, hopefully that helps solve the problem. I've been using that workaround for quite a while and it all works well. Anyway, hope you are all well and uh, obviously big fan of the shed. 
Hey, oh. thank you, Hamish. And I noticed an Australian, a tinge of an Australian accent working its way in there. So well, well done. I, I said Okai the Noob. I don't think he's Scottish because the name Hamish suggests well, Hamish is, he's Scottish. Yes, yes he doesn't sound Scottish. No, no, I've just realised that. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that, Hamish. I've placed you in the wrong country. Uh, now, of course, remember you can, of course, buy a very large keyboard and just press the, sc- the screen share button. Oh, that can clever. work. Yeah. Yes. Plug that into your iPhone. Oh, is that like put that in your your pipe and smoke it? Yeah, exactly. Put Plug that, that into your iPhone. iPhone. <laughs> Plug that into your iPhone. There you go. That's your updated phrase. Not sure that would work. No guarantees. But, um, yes. Well, thank no, you for the workaround, not. though. That's good to know. Yeah, good shout. Thank you for that. And uh, thanks for uh, helping Felix out on that one. Uh, let's go to a message from uh, Mark, uh, who's been in touch with us regarding audio description. Hi, guys. I wanted to let you know I enjoy listening to you talking about audio description in film. For anybody interested, HBO Max in the United States has many titles in the James Bond catalogue. I haven't gone through the entire list yet, but so far two films have had audio description. The titles were The Man with the Golden Gun and Moonraker. From Mark in Miami Beach. Uh-huh. The Man with the Golden Touch. Ooh. Uh, oh, classic. Moonraker. No, it was a Moonraker. Or Goldfinger, I'm thinking of. That's... Uh, I love it. Stop it. I love it when you get older, Never seen older films with AD. There's so much that I've missed from older films. When you get AD, you think, oh, I never knew that about it. It's great. So thank you. Oh, dear. Okay. Yeah. Right, next. Uh, <laughs> did you know that there's a bridge in Amsterdam? We were under it. We went under this bridge, right? And it said, if you kiss your partner or your oh. wife or both, yeah. Under the uh, yeah moon of love, bridge of love, um, yeah. then your marriage will last forever. Oh, doomsday bridge! Either that, or it'll feel like forever. Uh, but yes, yeah, so <laughs> happy anniversary! <laughs> uh, right, let's go to uh, oh, Greg. Greg's been in touch with us. We get time for this one. Uh, Greg oh. has been in touch. Uh, <laughs> I always love an email from Greg. I just I always wait with just a little bit of, you know, I'm always yes, a little bit on tension. edge. <laughs> right, I think I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Right, Brace water, you go. Hello, Tappers. I listened to your discussion and difficulty with shortcuts and the comment that most of the YouTube videos on the subject weren't made for us blind folks. Now, I am really going to show my elderly status here, but I find that I can learn an awful lot about an awful lot of things from something they called a book. In this case, I can recommend a particular book, Taking Control of Shortcuts by Rosemary Orchard, available on Bookshare. Get the edition matching your version of iOS, and in this case it's worth going through the book in order from the beginning. I understand Stephen has no patience for books longer than a short podcast episode, so I recommend trying to view each chapter as a separate podcast episode. Even someone who hammers screws into his wall should be able to master Apple (laughs) shortcuts in painless fashion with this book. Try it, you might like it. First blank. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Thanks for the recommendation. I found it difficult to find some reference material on shortcuts. And let me just say this. I went into shortcuts for the first time this week, mm-hmm. uh, first time in a long time. Yep. Unaccessible, unlabeled buttons in there. Come on, Apple. That's not like you. Not it, was, it was hard work to navigate around there. I did set up some shortcuts. But, um, yeah, I was quite surprised by that. Unlabeled, unlabeled. just said button, button, button. All I'm going to say is reading. What slow TV? Come on, I'm not interested. Wait, this it's is the 70s. Just, yeah, exactly. I can't be doing with that. I mean, I, I look. I, I know so many people who say to me, "Oh, he does an, an instruction manual. It's only nine hours long to listen to, or fifty-six weeks long, and you know, audio form oh or whatever." God, I can't be bothered. Look, just tell me the answer. What's the answer to the problem? This is where Someone AI. Do it for me. Yeah, just do it for me. <laughs> This is the thing, I don't have kids, and I can't just throw a piece of kit at a kid and say, just, just figure this out and right. give me it back when it's working. All right. That would okay. be the best option. This is where AI is good for me, because the GPT thing, it's like, what's the answer to this? Come on. And, uh, you know, I'll just come back with, okay, just yeah. do this. Yeah, but it's got like no, that. It's got no physical presence at the minute until we pipe <sighs> it into a robot of some sort, Can so it's not going to build anything for you. I know. Oh, it's gonna That's be so a shame. Good. We look forward to the future. Thank you, Greg. 
Yeah, that was, that was a good point, though, Greg. And I do like learning all about these wonderful resources. There's plenty of them out there. Never going to use them, though, Stephen, no, of course but you like not. learning no, about other them. Other people might, though. No, that's, that's, that's good to know. Share the, the knowledge. Well done. Uh, Camille's been in touch. He's uh, not happy with me. I was kind of surprised Hooray! to hear that Stephen Scott did not know anything about an ohm. After all, he has been in the broadcasting business for a while. An ohm uh, is the measure of impedance mm. of a speaker. In the old days, it would normally be eight because the amplifiers were only compatible with eight-ohm speakers. I hope that made sense. And no, it has nothing to do with double or triple deckers. LOL. Once done listening to Double Tap, I listened to RNIB Tech Talk. They mentioned an upcoming event taking place at Google HQ in London. A friend of Double Tap Google's Chris Patnode will be involved. The event will feature members of the Sound Without Sight project. Have a nice day and easy on those donuts. Camille from Regina. No chance. Uh, but thank you for that, Camille. I appreciate that. <laughs> wow. That's a little bit nasty of you. <laughs> no chance. No chance. I love my donuts. I will not Sore be giving up there, for anything. Camille. Yeah, just yeah, a bit. Leave that alone. Um, no, I, I don't know much about the old thing, I'll be honest. I'm not that broadcast guy. I do, I do the talking. I let the other you people You weren't an worry. engineer. You had no, people to do you, that for you, Stephen. You used to be great. You know, you get people to come in and say, you know, this is all not working. Can you just fix it? I'll, yes. I'm going to let you into a secret. I remember... When, oh. when, I, when I started out in my career in broadcasting, my, my then boss asked me if I knew how to operate the, the, the broadcast system that was used in order to, to play out the audio and the jingles and the music and whatever else, bring in the news and the sources and all that. And I said, yeah, absolutely. Once you've done one, you've done them all, right? I had no idea. Nothing's changed. Yeah, no, I could do that. Absolutely nothing changed. And, and I went into the studio. This is honest to God's truth. I, I went into the studio and I said to the guy who was on previous, I was on here at midnight, and this guy, who thankfully he was visually impaired as well, so it kind of worked in my favour, and I said to him, any tips? And he said, on the desk in front of you is a keyboard and there's a big green button on it that says next. Once you finish talking, press that button. And that's the, that is literally my training for broadcasting. That was it. When you shut up, hit that green button. Well done. Like a trained monkey in a space rocket. Exactly. Just, just press that button and you'll get a banana. <laughs> I mean, beautiful. It's lucky he actually told you the truth because if that was me, that would have been the delete button or the off-air button. Yeah. That would have been great. Yeah, you'd have just said, yeah, yeah, it's that one over there. Yeah, press, press that big Fire red, red button on the wall. See what happens. <laughs> Uh, listen, that's it for today. Thank you so much for getting in touch as you do. Keep your feedback coming. Feedback at doubletaponair.com. You can also uh, find us across social media at doubletaponair. Uh, don't forget we're on YouTube as well for the TV show. You can find that on uh, YouTube. Just search for Double Tap TV. And, of course, you can call us on the listener line, one eight seven seven eight zero three four five six seven. Show me back tomorrow. Good. Catch you then. Bye-bye. Yeah, good. Bye. Good. Bye. Good. Love Double Tap? Did you know we're on the TV too? Check out brand new episodes of Double Tap TV on AMI-TV every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Or binge on all episodes online at ami.ca forward slash Double Tap. We're also on YouTube. Search for Double Tap to catch our episodes there too. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts.